Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hey everyone, my name is Christian Gonzalez, and I'm the Next Gen Ministries Director at our West Pasco campus. We go to great lengths in the name of love, don't we? Now, husbands, right about now, you're probably reminiscing about what you did to pursue your amazing spouse and could probably share stories of what you did in the name of love. So let me share a story with you. When I, when I met my wife, Angela, I went to great lengths to get her number. Now, how far did I go to get that? You must be thinking, I have a grandiose story, but I hate to disappoint you. It was actually quite simple. All I did was just search Angela Vargas on Facebook and sent her a message. And a few days later, which by the way, felt like an eternity, we began talking and I continued to pursue her because I was compelled to do so by love. It eventually led to the now happily married with two awesome boys. So let's go back to my first point. We do go to great lengths in the name of love whether that's us pursuing our significant other or even saying yes to minister in a foreign country, love is what compels us to do just that. And this compelling love is what we'll be unpacking today. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5.14. It says, For the love of Christ compels us since we have reached this conclusion that one died for all and therefore all died. Now, before we move any further, we need to figure out what Paul meant by saying that love compels or controls as other translations translate it. The word compels means to hold something together so that it does not fall apart. Let's stop and think about this for a moment. What Paul is telling us here is that Christ's love holds us because of what he accomplished on the cross on our behalf. Now, 1 John explains Christ's love in this beautiful way. It says, verse 9, God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this. Not that we love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Now we continue in verse 15. And Paul goes on to explain that because Christ's love compels us, believers should no longer live for themselves, but for the one who died for them and was raised. Now, when we experience the love of Christ, it not only compels us, but it also changes the way we ought to live. There is a new way of living in the life of a believer. There is a new way of thinking in the mind of a believer because we represent someone that's so much greater than ourselves. We represent the King of Kings who loved us enough to send Jesus Christ to die for us. So now that I hope that we understand what it means that Christ's love compels us, we need to ask ourselves, what is Christ compelling me to do? Now, we must ask this question because we are compelled to do something because of the ultimate example of love shown in the death of Jesus Christ. For this answer, 
we must look at verses 18 through 21. But for the sake of time, I would invite you to go back to this section on your own time. But where I want to direct our attention to is verse 18, which says this, who, which is referring to God, has reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. What Paul is telling us here is that because God has reconciled, or in other words, he's made our relationship right with him through the sacrifice of Jesus, we are entrusted with the ministry of reconciliation. Now notice that this ministry is entrusted to us not any angels or any other creatures. God chose, get this, God chose to use you and I as his agents to reconcile people to God. This is what the gospel, the new, the good news is that we need to share. So now let's get real and practical here. I'm gonna be honest with you. The ministry of reconciliation is tough work. When we let go of our insecurities, and actually share the gospel with others verbally, at times it's rejected. And if you're like me, we can easily become discouraged. But you know what? Fear not. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that does the saving and we are only responsible for sharing the good news. So to finish our time here, I wanna ask you a question. What motivates us to share the gospel with others? Are we driven by a genuine love for Christ or merely by a sense of duty? Because what compels us will make all the difference. Let's pray. Lord, we wanna give you thanks, God, uh, for this time that we get to spend, these uh, few minutes that we got to spend to look at your word, to look at 2 Corinthians 5. And Lord, thank you, Lord, because your love compelled us, that you loved us first. And now we get to show our love through being ministers of reconciliation, through, through being in through the ministry of sharing the gospel to others. So Lord, help us, Lord, to understand this, Lord, as, as, as a calling, as a ministry, that it's not just for people that are gifted in this area, God, but that is for all of us, Lord, because if we feel, if we're compelled by your love, we will share you to our friends, to our neighbors, to our to our classmates, God, to anyone around us. So Lord, bless your word and, and bless every single listener. In your name we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.